Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. So, did you guys know Bob Menendez was corrupt? I had no idea. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, no idea, like, that he was more corrupt. I mean, we knew he was a level of corrupt, like, like with the whole underage sex slave thing from years ago, like that whole thing. But then this is like, this is a new level of corruption. Or a different level of corrupt. That's just more, actually. It's just more corruption. Although, wait, hang on a second. I see uh, we have some breaking news here. Robert Menendez, senior U.S. senator from the state of New Jersey, uh, has announced uh, he has officially filed paperwork to change his name to Hunter Biden in order to avoid charges. That's okay, well, that makes sense, right? That, that makes sense. All right, from the... Um, by the way, uh, uh, Robert Menendez, Bob Menendez, Democrat from New Jersey. Um, he's the uh, he's the yeah, he's been in trouble before, uh, but he's always beaten the rap. Uh, I saw somebody point out, I think it was uh, Sean Davis at the Federalist pointed out that whenever uh, the administration, whenever the Democratic administration is trying to uh, give Iran a whole bunch of something, something Menendez gets in trouble. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's because, like, he's got this corruption tied to Egypt. I don't know, but whatever. Um, From at least this is from the charging documents I'm reading. This is the Washington Post's uh, reporter, senior political reporter, Aaron, or sorry, A.A. Ron Balake is his name. A.A. Ron Balake. Or Aaron Blake. Um, Anyway, he says, uh, in, or he's got the quotes here in his Twitter feed from the, uh, the indictment. So I'm just going to read right off of the charging paper. From at least 2018 up to and including in or about 2022, so for at least four years, Menendez and his wife, Nadine Menendez, engaged in a corrupt relationship with three New Jersey associates and businessmen uh their names paulie gualtieri aka paulie walnuts corrado soprano aka junior and one anthony uh, soprano aka tony i'm sorry reading from the wrong document the actual names of the defense of the other defendants are uh, Wail Hanna, a.k.a. Will Hanna, as well as Jose Uribe and Fred Daibes, or Davies, or, or Daibes, Daibes, Daibes. Um, anyway, Menendez and Nadine uh, agreed to and did accept hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes in exchange for using Menendez's power and influence as a senator to seek to protect and enrich Hanna, 
Uribe and Daibis. 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 I'm going to call him just Daibis. And to benefit the Arab Republic of Egypt. Those bribes included cash, gold, payments towards a home mortgage, compensation for a low or no-show job, a luxury vehicle, and other things of value. By the way, Menendez is the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee and, quote, provided sensitive U.S. government information and took other steps that secretly aided the government of Egypt. Menendez also improperly uh, advised and pressured an official at the U.S. Department of Agriculture for the purpose of protecting a business monopoly that was granted to Hana by Egypt. Hmm. When they got to the Menendez domicile uh, and conducted a search of the premises, they found large canvas bags cinched at the top with dollar signs on the sides of the bags, just uh, all piled up in the living room on the coffee table. Okay, they didn't find that, but they did find envelopes stuffed with cash that were then tucked into the jacket pockets, like into in windbreakers. And the windbreakers were like official Robert Menendez, Senator Menendez windbreakers. I'm not sure if it had like the official Senator seal on it or not. Like were these windbreakers that they give to the senators, you know, the swag, the merch that they give to all senators, you know, so this way they don't get caught looking like a slob on the uh, floor of the Senate or something. Because, I mean, that would be against, you know, dress code policy. Well, actually, it's fine now, I guess. It's totally fine now. Um, in or about June, 20 sec- uh, June of 2022, I should say, federal agents executed search warrants. Wait a minute. They executed search warrants on Menendez's home and the safe deposit box in June of last year. That doesn't get leaked. We we have we have multiple media outlets showing up at Mar-a-Lago. That gets leaked. But when Menendez gets raided, no. Okay. A, a year, a year and a half later. Okay, we find out. All right. Sure. By the way, in case you are wondering, no, media is not going to play defend or disavow with Menendez's fellow Democrats on this. That's what the big D shield gets you. You get to hold that sucker up and it, it just blocks all incoming. Pew, 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 just blocks it all. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff from media. Oh, it's it's awesome. And it must be really nice to be a Democrat. You don't have to ever have to be asked these uncomfortable questions. Hey, uh, is it okay for your colleague to dress like a slob in his pajamas on the Senate floor? And there is there a reason why he has to dress in the uh, 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 the the Carhartt shirts and the hoodies and the the athletic shorts and the big uh, worker boots and stuff like? Is there a reason why he has to dress like that? Just because he had a stroke? What is it, when you have a stroke? Do you have to start dressing like that? Is that something to do with the cognitive impairment or something or or what? You don't ever have to answer that question. You never even get asked it. Uh, you never get asked, hey, did you know Bob Menendez was a corrupt guy when you put him onto the Senate Foreign Relations Committee? Hey, Schumer, 
why'd you put Menendez on this panel? Never any concerns? What did you know? Did you ever hear anything about it, even after he got raided a year and a half ago? No, you don't know anything about this? Do you have any dealings with him? No, no, no. They'll never be asked to defend or disavow. And in fact, we all know the real story here regarding Bob Menendez's corruption. Bob Menendez is a Democrat. As such, when a Democrat is involved in a scandal, the story is not the scandal. The story is the Republican reaction to the scandal. That shall be the story now. We got all the information out. We got the charging indictment out, right? That's out. We can see it. And now the press, with the indictment in hand, they will turn their attention to Republicans who, as I uh, understand it, have been known to, uh, on occasion, pounce, maybe even seize upon the scandal. It has been known to happen. And so they're going to focus on the pouncing and the seizing rather than the scandal. Remember, that's a different rule. If the scandal concerns a Republican, then the story is the scandal. But this scandal involves a Democrat, and so the story is the Republican reaction to that story. Journalisming rule number two, in case you were wondering. All right, you may have noticed that I've been helping the Alzheimer's Association of Western North Carolina for a while, and it's a great organization. they got awesome people with huge hearts. My grandfather died of Alzheimer's when I was a kid, and back then there wasn't a lot of support for caregivers and family. Now, things are different today thanks to the work of the Alzheimer's Association. It's why I support them. Every year we do a series of walks all over the country. There are a bunch in the Carolinas. You can go to alz.org slash walk for a walk to end Alzheimer's near you. This month, there are walks in Hendersonville, Rock Hill, Mooresville, Greenville. And in October, we got Charlotte, Gastonia, Asheville, Kannapolis, Hickory, and Spartanburg. Go to alz.org for all of the dates and locations. We're closer than ever to stopping Alzheimer's. And we're asking if you can help us get there. Will you walk with me for a different future for families? For more time, for treatments, this is why we walk. All right, so Aaron Blake from the Washington Post, he's got a whole bunch of screenshots from the uh, indictment of U.S. Senator Robert Menendez. This news broke just before I got on the air here. So, yeah, I, I spend, spend uh, you know, all this time going through the North Carolina budget, all of the stuff, $30 billion spending plan, they were there past midnight last night. I'm up until midnight last night. And and then this happens. What do I say? What do I say? Every day I close the show and I say, don't break anything while I'm gone. And what happens? These people just break stuff like this. Just story after story. Anyway, uh, so from, uh, reading from the indictment. Robert Menendez, Bob Menendez, senior U.S. senator from New Jersey, Democrat. By the way, he is now no longer the chairman of the uh, Senate Foreign Relations Committee. He has been uh, uh, relieved of that post, as is the policy. So he's now off. If you're indicted, you don't get to be chairman of the uh, Foreign Relations Committee. I know. (laughs) What an injustice. So he's out. Um, Not sure if there'll be the hue and cry among Democrats and media, but I repeat myself, for him to be censured and tossed out of the Senate. Not sure about that. Remember, that's the that, that would be the George Santos treatment, right? They wanted him thrown out. 
So let's see here. Do, 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 agents found certain uh, fruits of Menendez's corrupt bribery agreement with the three businessmen, the defendants, the co-defendants, including cash, gold, the luxury vehicle, as well as home furnishings. More than $480,000 in cash, much of it stuffed into envelopes and hidden in clothing, closets, and a safe. And there was 70 grand in a safe deposit box. Um, and some of the envelopes contained the fingerprints and or DNA of one of the co-defendants or the co-defendants drivers. I don't know. This looks pretty, <laughs> this, this looks pretty bad. <laughs> you got the DNA too on the envelopes. Well, that makes sense. Cause you got to lick it. Right, you got to lick the envelope. That's why you always use the sponges. Always got to use the sponge. I don't actually use the sponge because we mail things so infrequent, and we actually mail more stuff than probably most people mail. For people who don't know, Christy is a bit of uh, uh, well, it. We are as close as you will get to investors in Hallmark without actually, you know, investing in its stock. We are probably the reason why your local Hallmark store has hung on as long as it has, okay? It would have gone out of business already. But uh, I actually, because I do the budget in the house, and so I uh, actually have included a line item in our budget for cards, birthday cards, uh, thank you cards, anniversary cards, graduation cards, uh, bereavement cards, Congratulation cards. Yeah, it's a lot. And have you seen the price of cards recently? Yeah. I will say Christy finds deals. She does find the deals. Don't know if there are any cards for, hey, you got indicted? Cards for Mr. Menendez. But there probably is. And then you got the stamps. And here's the thing is Christy will write in the card and then she leaves it on my desk and I have to write in the card then as well. And um, and so I am usually the one that has to then lick the envelopes and I can tell you I some of you people that make these these glue strips what is wrong with you I I I do not understand why why is there not flavored envelopes at this point we put a man on the moon and we can't we can't add a little bit of decent flavor to the envelope strip really I'm not saying you make it so enticing that kids start getting paper cuts on their tongues because they're licking all the envelopes and stuff and, like, eating envelopes. I'm not saying make it that good. But can you not make it taste like feet? That's all. Just, you know, not feet. Something else. Yeah. I would, I mean, I'd be happy with just, like, the, the taste of paper. Paper's not a bad taste just in and of itself. Anyway, that's how they probably got all the DNA off of the envelopes. Because that would be a weird thing to be on an envelope. I mean, fingerprint, I totally get. But DNA, I was like, first off, ew. Secondly, I was like, oh, it's probably the licking of the envelope. Yeah, they probably got the DNA that way. Makes sense. Although I'm looking at this envelope in the photo from the indictment, and it doesn't look like it was sealed. So now I'm back to ew. Okay. Um, Alrighty, so what else do we have going on? A lot of things breaking today. Dallas Mayor Eric Johnson, who... uh, served five terms in the Texas House of Representatives as a Democrat, announced today he's becoming a Republican. 
Just flipped parties. There's another one. Oh, hang on. I have a statement here from Senator Bob Menendez. Oh, that should be good. Oh, interesting. So this was out of the Southern District of New York, this investigation, not out of New Jersey. Hmm, I wonder why. Oh, actually, I think it has to do with the fact that he tried to block the U.S. attorney's appointment. Um because he wanted somebody that would help him do, like, corruption. Like, hey, yo, corrupted guy, like, let's go corrupt stuff, you know? And he was like, no. And so, anyway, um, for years, here's, this is from Bob Menendez, just indicted today along with his wife and three other defendants, three businessmen, for massive amounts of corruption, using his office, using his position as the chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, uh, in order to enrich himself, take bribes, do favors, get stuff for uh, Egypt and these businesses and such. Um, here's a statement, quote, For years, forces behind the scenes have repeatedly attempted to silence my voice. I don't know why I'm reading it like that. It does seem like, though, it, it requires it, right? It seems, it definitely seems like something he should be delivering in like a Caesar kind of a way, you know? I'll just read it. Okay, fine. For years, forces behind the scenes have repeatedly attempted to silence my voice and dig my political grave. Since this investigation was leaked nearly a year ago, there has been an active smear campaign of anonymous sources and innuendos to... Wouldn't that just be innuenda? Innuendi? I think it's just innuendo. I think... Yeah, I think it's... Anyway. Anyway. All right. Uh... He says that uh, all the sources, uh, uh, anonymous sources and innuendo to create an air of impropriety where none exists. Well, I'm thinking the gold bars and the the envelopes of cash with the the businessman's DNA on it. It's tucked inside your windbreaker that literally has your name on it in your closet. I'm thinking that's a little bit more than innuendo, I think, right? Is that what you call evidence? Oh, is this one of those... Is this direct evidence that you did something wrong? Is this the thing that we have to get with Joe Biden? He goes on to say, quote, The excesses of these prosecutors is apparent. They have misrepresented the normal work of a congressional office. (laughs) Who among us with the gold bars and such? The guy's got gold bars stacked at his house, like, I mean, it's almost the William Jefferson cash in the freezer stuff, you know? That's that's the level we are at with Menendez here. On top of that, not content with making false claims against me, they have attacked my wife for the long-standing friendships she had before she and I even met. Her friendships with gold bars. Those behind this campaign simply cannot accept that a first-generation Latino American... Oh, my gosh. There you go. Third paragraph in plays the race card. But, note, he didn't say Latinx. So I'm wondering, does he... Yeah. I don't know if he's going to... I don't know. Did he think that one through? Because you're going to alienate a portion of the base now that, like, that would be most receptive... To letting you play the race card, letting you pass go, letting you collect the 
well, I was going to say 200, but I guess like 150,000. Um, they would, the, that population, that demographic, they probably would have wanted you to say Latinx and you said Latino. And so now I'm thinking you're trying to make a play for like actual Latino or maybe even conservative type people. And, uh, you yeah, know, they're not going to be down with this. So uh, he says that the reason why they're going after him, this minority person of color, U.S. attorney out of the Southern District of New York, um, the reason why he's going after him is because that he cannot accept a first generation Latino American from humble beginnings could rise to be a U.S. senator and serve with honor and distinction. Even worse, they see me as an obstacle in their in the way of their broader political goals. <laughs> I have been this is oh my gosh. Next paragraph. I have been falsely accused before because I refused to back down to the powers that be and the people of New Jersey were able to see through the smoke and mirrors and recognize I was innocent. I have worked every day to repay their trust by pocketing cash and collecting gold bars, fighting to create jobs, strengthen public safety, update infrastructure, reduce costs for my defendants and New Jersey families. I have also stood steadfast against dictators around the globe, whether they be Iran, oh, Cuba, Turkey, oh, sorry, Turkey, Turkey, Turkey. Remember, they want us to pronounce it differently now. Turkey, Turkey. Sorry, I'm not trying to be offensive. I just I'm trying to pronounce it every way. So this way I know I get it, you know. Um, fighting against the forces of appeasement and standing with those who stand for freedom and democracy. I remain focused on continuing this important work and will not be distracted by baseless allegations. OK, so he notes Iran. So once again, you got. Obama administration officials that are now employed in Obama's third term, a.k.a. the Biden administration, that are looking to give Iran a whole bunch of money. And now all of a sudden we get another indictment against Bob Menendez. <laughs> They're trying to silence him. Hey, so real quick, hurricane season is here. And this is your reminder to check your emergency supplies. You should have a three day supply of food, water and medicines minimum. And Carolina Readiness Supply can help you get started or expand your supply Food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies too, because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you can use for any kind of emergency. Whether you're an experienced prepper or you have no clue what you're doing or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at CarolinaReadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply, will you be ready when the lights go out? Yeah, Bob Menendez actually did Google what the, uh, what the going rate on a, pri uh, on a kilo of, um, of gold was. What's the price? Proving that he is, in fact, an American because he doesn't know what a kilo is. That's what is a kilo? I have no idea. We're the only ones not using the metric system. Um, by the way, I am on board with us moving to the metric system. I am on board with that. I mean, I, I don't know it. I don't know the metric system. I don't know the conversions because I am an American and it's my birthright. I don't have to know it. But I feel like we should because when I... I feel like it's a way better system, you know, when you when you when someone explains it, 
It, may, it makes way more sense. The problem is the first generation having to convert over to it. It's always going to be difficult. And honestly, have you seen, have you seen like the Gen A's? That's what they're called, apparently. It's the generation after Gen Z. We went over this yesterday. So you got the millennials, and that's Bernie. Bernie, and he said yesterday that they were originally the Gen Ys, right? Generation Y. And they tried to kind of make it like generation, not just the letter Y, but the word Y. And I was like, that's crap. But anyway, they, they then got the name millennial because the, you know, the millennium changed. Anyway, so they call them the millennials. But then they didn't have a name for the ones after Gen Z. Now, this was a pretty stupid thing to do was to name us Gen X first. And they named us that because they didn't know what to name us, so they just slapped an X there, kind of like Elon Musk did when he bought the company Twitter. He's like, I don't know what I got here. Let's just call it X, you know. So then you start trying to name the generations. You You only got two more left after that, Einstein's. So now they're looping it back around, and you don't get to do that. You Just like you can't do King, Ace, Two, you, no loop arounds like that. You can't do that with the generations either. You're not, and, and, and Bernie says they were going to call them Generation Alpha, and I definitely reject that. Definitely reject that. But if you want to call them Gen A, I think that one I'd be okay with. As I said yesterday... If you say a Gen A, Gen A, then yes, I'm okay with that. That'll work. Anyway, um, if we don't do it now, Gen Xers and uh, baby boomers and maybe some of you older millennials, right? Like, I think if we don't do it, I don't think the younger generation's got it in them to do it. Like this, because it's going to be difficult. Right, and... I mean, these are people that can't even, like, plan a play date on their own. They need mom and dad to do their play dates for them. So, like, what chance are they going to have of converting over to the metric system? It just makes more sense. Um, Anyway, let me go into some uh, messages here. This is from uh, Russ. And Russ says, uh, I was hoping that you were going to cover the Menendez story so I could get the correct pronunciation of all of those difficult names. Why would you be listening to me for that, Russ? Now I will seem like I am the smartest person in the room when talking to others. Oh, well, then, okay, there you go. You're welcome. Um, the Hellion asks me whether Menendez is the OCD note taker. He writes down serial numbers of things as he comes across them. Oh, I think that is true. I think that's something that came out of the last indictment and trial. The rap that he beat with all the trips and the underage prostitutes and all that stuff. Yeah, he beat that rap. Um, And so I'm thinking, I do remember something about that. Uh, He's been in trouble several times. Nothing ever happens, and he always gets reelected. I bet Torricelli regrets resigning. That was the other New Jersey uh, senator who who resigned. Yeah, little did he know. No, man, just ride it out. Just ride it out. Lance says... Uh, what? No CNN pre-dawn TV coverage of the raid of the Menendez home? Somebody slipped up. And what took so long for us to hear about it? Well, according to Menendez, they've been planting stories in the press. Someone's got it in for him. That's what he said. Um, let me see here. 
Menendez and his wife, well, girlfriend and fiance, now wife, Nadine, met with one of the defendants, a guy by the name of Hannah, or Hannah, Will Hannah, uh, on or about May 6th, 2018. Later that same day, Menendez sought from the State Department non-public information regarding the number and nationality of persons serving at the U.S. Embassy in Cairo, Egypt. Although this information was not classified, it was deemed highly sensitive because it could pose significant operational security concerns if disclosed to a foreign government or if it was made public. Without telling his professional staff, Senate Foreign Relations Committee staff, or the State Department that he was doing so, he texted the sensitive non-public embassy information to his then-girlfriend, Nadine. Nadine then forwarded the message to Hannah, who then forwarded it to an Egyptian government official. Chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, everybody. I think I speak for everybody when I say, I wonder how the Republicans are going to seize on this. How they're going to pounce. (laughs) 